Stand to your feet. We are here to celebrate Christ's birth tonight. If you would just begin to lift your praise heavenward as the angels sing glory to God in the highest, peace on earth, goodwill to all men. Let's exalt his
Let's all give the Lord praise. Amen. I want you to do something. I want you to just slip your hands up and let's praise the Lord. Come on, we need to worship Him. That's why we're here on this Christmas Eve. We're here to exalt the Christ, the Christ of Bethlehem, Jesus, our Savior, the light of the world that came into this world. We worship you. Come on, lead us in another part of that, Jennifer. together and let's give Jesus a great big praise offering. Amen. Before you're seated, I want you to turn around and I want you to greet those that are around you. Shake hands and just extend the handshake of fellowship. Amen. You may be seated in the house of the Lord. And Merry Christmas! It is good to see you on this Christmas Eve, and what a wonderful crowd. And the buildings and the properties just look great. And I want us to thank all of those who have worked and helped to just make uh, everything look so wonderful this Christmas season. So could you put your hands together and thank each and every person that's worked. The ushers are coming right now to distribute a special card that we have prepared for every person in this room, a little homework assignment on Christmas Eve. Uh, you thought school was out for the holidays, kids. Well, we've got some homework for everybody, for all of the families. Our staff sat down yesterday, and we began to talk about what could families do on Christmas Day to bring a spiritual component as they meet and gather. And we came up with some things that we just want to put in your hand that are very practical, easy to do. And I'll go through these as you're, uh, as you're giving those in just a moment. But uh, the ushers, make sure every person has one because especially the children need a copy because we have a little place for them uh, to do some coloring on this and have a pack of crayons at the back door when they go out. We were smart enough not to give the crayons out right now. Amen. But they, at the back of every pew section, there's plenty of crayons. We bought them just for the kids. And so, uh, children, when you're going out tonight, we want you to stop and get a pack of crayons. And we want you to draw and color this. And tomorrow night, we've got a special Christmas tree. Uh, we're going to all meet in the Family Life Center on Christmas Day at 6 o'clock for our great Christmas Day service, 6 o'clock to 7 o'clock. We've had a special cake made that will feed uh, five or six hundred people. It's chocolate on chocolate. Amen. I'm telling you, it is a delicious cake, but it's a cake to celebrate 
the birthday of our Savior. Amen? And uh, we're going to celebrate Jesus in a great way tomorrow night from 6 to 7 o'clock. But we're moving the service up to the Family Life Center. And uh, we'll, we've got something very special planned for tomorrow night from 6 to 7 as we worship on Christmas Day. All right, I want to go through this card very quickly. Everyone will look at it. On one side, you have the scriptures. We'd like for everyone to read from Isaiah chapter 9, verse 1 through 7, in your family gatherings tomorrow. This is something that we need to do. So you plan to take this card and read the scriptures, then turn over. And we've got some areas of prayer that every family needs to engage and pray over. Number one, pray for your family. Pray for your Evangel Temple family. Pray for our nation. How many know that we need to pray for America? Pray for our national leaders. And then certainly pray for our troops. We have men and women and the, all the news media will be spotlighting our, America, our troops that are scattered around the globe tomorrow in different news uh, broadcasts and they'll, they'll uh, bring greetings. But we want to pray for our troops that are serving this nation around the world as well as all of those that serve in public service. And then we gave you three questions that you can uh, have a little dialogue that you're looking for something to create a little interaction and a little uh, something to talk about in the family unit. How did Christ's birth transform the world? How would it change the world if Christ were taken out of Christmas? And what impact has Christ had upon your family? And we ask you to fill this card out, put your name on it, and the children are to color the little area to the right, uh, the stable there in the manger scene. And we want you to bring this card back. We've got a special place for you to put that uh, tomorrow. It'll connect when you get here tomorrow night. But uh, if you will, set that card aside. And I want everyone to grab an offering envelope that's right there in front of you. I could not think of not taking an offering on Christmas Eve. We're here to worship. Amen. And the wise men brought their gifts. And I want everyone to prepare a gift of some kind. There's a card right there, an envelope right there in front of you. So prepare that, prepare your giving, and we'll receive that in just a moment. This coming Sunday is the last Sunday of 2013. And the Lord put in my heart a special message entitled, The Last. And I even this morning began to look up throughout the Bible, all that is stated concerning the last, the last Sunday, the last days of the year. I believe God has something prophetically for us this Sunday, and I want you to be here. It's going to be a very powerful time, and then New Year's Eve, uh, we'll have a service right here in the sanctuary, and we want you to be here. We've developed our own Bible reading chart that we'll give out to everyone. We'll have faith, or we'll have some uh, precious promises, scriptures that we'll give to everyone. It's going to be a very special service on New Year's Eve, and that's one week from tonight at 6 o'clock. I want the ushers to come to the front, and I want everyone to stand. How many have been blessed in 2013? I want you to hold up your hand. You can honestly look back and say God has been good. One of the ladies of a church sent me a message this morning on Christmas Eve. And said, Pastor, thank you for the teaching on tithing. Said, we begin to tithe as this church has taught us to tithe and obey the scriptures. And God has been faithful. And I want to promise you, you'll never outgive God. God is faithful to his word. Amen. How many would say that tithing works? I want you to hold your hand up. 
I want to challenge you to bring a gift as the wise men did. I brought a special gift here on Christmas Eve that I want to worship with. It's one thing to be here and be in this atmosphere, but friends, we need to give of ourselves. Amen? So let's bow our heads in prayer. Father, we thank you for our church family. And we thank you for all those that have come to worship with us on Christmas Eve. What a wonderful experience, God, to be in this setting, to receive communion. And Father, to honor Christ as a part of our uh, what we realize is Christmas is all about. And Father, I pray your blessings over every home, over every family that's represented in this room, and many that are watching right now by live stream across this nation. And Lord, I pray your blessings upon each in Christ's name. And everyone said amen. You may be seated as you worship.
Praise God. Aren't you thankful that hope came down? I want my wife to join me. And uh, we'd like for some of the children to come. Uh, children 12 and under that would like to come down. Uh, Miss Kim is going to read the Christmas story. Actually, she's going to read my text. So any of the children that would like to come join us. But while the children are coming, uh, we have a couple of different family tra uh, traditions that we do at our home. And uh, two of those are things that I really enjoy. On uh, Christmas Eve, breakfast, my wife always fixes homemade apple pancakes. Well, you know, we did it today, though. Yes. We did it. All right. Thank you. Two honey. nights, two days is too much. <laughs> <laughs> it's normally on Christmas Day, but yes. because family's scattering tomorrow, we did it today. But uh, homemade apple pancakes with homemade apple syrup. And so we had a wonderful breakfast this morning, and then she made me chicken and dumplings that she always makes on Christmas Eve. And so those are two traditions that I really enjoy. Amen. Amen. <laughs> okay. All right. Merry Christmas, children. Miss Kim's going to read part of the, the text for what we're going to speak on. So let me step over you right here. Okay. This is Luke chapter 2, verses 1 through 20. And it came to pass in those days that there went out a decree from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be taxed. And this taxing was first made when Cyrenius was governor of Syria, and all went to be taxed, everyone into his own city. And Joseph also went up from Galilee, out of the city of Nazareth, into Judea, unto the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the home and lineage of David, to be taxed with Mary, his espoused wife, being great with child. And so it was that while they were there, the days were accomplished that she should be delivered. And she brought forth her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger because there was no room for them in the inn. And there were in the same country shepherds abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them, and the glory of the Lord shone round about them, and they were sore afraid. And the angel said unto them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign unto you. Ye shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly hosts, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. And it came to pass, as the angels were gone away from them into heaven, the shepherds said one to another, Let us now go even unto Bethlehem and see this thing which has come to pass, which the Lord hath made known unto us. And they came with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the baby lying in a manger. 
And when they had seen it, they made known abroad the saying which was told them concerning this child. And all they that heard it wondered at those things which were told them by the shepherds. But Mary kept all these things and pondered them in her heart. And the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things that they had heard and seen as it was told unto them. I have a question for you. Whose birthday are we celebrating? Jesus. All right, everybody say it real big and loud. Whose birthday? Jesus. All right, what city was Jesus born in? Bethlehem. Okay, what hotel was he born in? Oh, that's right. That's right. He was born in a manger. Who told the shepherds about the birth of Jesus? The angel. And what were the angels singing? Come on. You're right. Say it. Say it real big and loud. You're right. Glory to God in the highest. And on earth, peace, goodwill toward men. Amen. Come on, parents. Let's give these children a big hand, and you may go back and sit with your parents. And Merry Christmas to all you children. For a few moments before we receive communion, I want to talk to you. And Pastor Chris prayed this in the opening prayer without knowing what I'm speaking about. But I want to talk to you about the ordinary that becomes the extraordinary. In Luke chapter 2, the account that Kim read, the night was an ordinary night. It was the time of the year that shepherds would be out in their fields watching their flocks. This was an immediate hillside outside the city of Bethlehem. It's a beautiful area. A number of people who were here tonight were in in Bethlehem with us back in the month of October. And uh, in that setting, there's a number of hills and valleys. They're not real tall mountains. They're just nice-sized hills. But they formed a beautiful backdrop for the angels to come and to announce to these shepherds. As I was studying this passage, and I read from several different commentaries, shepherds often kept sheep in this area that were intended for sacrifice at the temple. I've never heard this before, but I read it in some commentaries early this morning that a number of the sheep from this area were the sheep that were used in temple sacrifice in Jerusalem. So it could have been the very sheep that were uh, being tended, and the typology is there. From Bethlehem would be the sacrificial lamb that would come, amen? And so it was a beautiful type, but the shepherds represented Ordinary people. Ordinary people just like you and me doing an occupation. Uh, it was a meager way of life historically. They were just plain men. They dwelt in tents during this season as they would be out in the fields. Just ordinary. Not of a high class. In fact, many of the patriarchs of the scripture had been shepherds at one time in their life. Just ordinary people. But God was about to show up and do some extraordinary things. Moses and David were called from keeping sheep to being rulers over God's people. 
The shepherds were abiding, the scripture says, and watching. God wants to come to you when you are faithfully performing the duties of life. Amen? While you are living your responsible places, Matthew Henry says that we are not out of the way of a divine visitation when we're just in our regular mode of life. God can still come to us. As we faithfully perform our responsibilities in life every day, we can be set up for a divine visitation. Shepherds were abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flocks by night. It says in verse 9 that the angel of the Lord came. I want you to look at it. Come on, everyone open the scriptures. There's a pew Bible in front of you there if you don't have yours. But in Luke chapter 2 verse 9, the angel of the Lord came upon them, and the glory of the Lord shone round about them, and they were sore afraid. In the midst of life, there are times when we need the ministry of angels, ministering spirits to the heirs of salvation. Last week, people in this congregation, there were some in tragic accidents that it had not been for the angels of God, I'm telling you, it, it would have been bad. But God intervened in those situations. And I'm telling you, I believe in ministering spirits that God sends. Amen? It says uh, that the, this, angel, this angel, lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them. As I began to research this verse 9, it literally says that the angel stood over the shepherds meaning that the angel was in a, a, an elevated position in this encounter. And it says, The glory of the Lord shone round about them. This was the light of God's presence that came to light the darkness. If you'll remember Sunday, I preached how that uh, the Lord came to men who would be seated in darkness, the Scripture prophesied. To those that sat in darkness, they have seen a day spring which literally means a sun rising, the rising of the Son of God to bring light to their darkness. The glory made the night sky brilliant as it shone round about. All of a sudden, in the darkness of the shepherd's night, a light came. All of a sudden, while they were faithfully performing their, 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 their duties, their responsibilities of life, uh, at, at this point in time, they needed to be there with the sheep to keep... Uh, the predators away from the sheep and so they stayed watching over the sheep at night and all of a sudden doing their regular responsibilities the heavens lit up with the presence of God and an angel appeared to them I'm telling you I believe in divine occurrences I believe in providence of God I believe in miracles that God does in this hour and it says the angel of the Lord appeared and the glory made the night sky brilliant as the daytime you may be here on this Christmas Eve and maybe some darkness has enshrouded your life. I want to tell you, why don't you just expect some light to come before this evening's over? Amen. There needs to be some hope, as Emily and Katie sang there, that comes alive in our spirit on this Christmas Eve. It says in verse 9, they were sore afraid. Well, a lot of the angelic encounters, encounters of the Scripture uh, produced uh, that type of atmosphere, but immediately the angel dispels that. Maybe your circumstances have produced fear. I, I want to tell you, the angel says, fear not. And I've got a word for you on this Christmas Eve. Fear not. Can you say amen? amen. In chapter 1, when the angel appeared 
to Zacharias and Elizabeth, he had to say, fear not. When the angel appeared uh, to Mary in chapter 1, he had to say, fear not. When the angel appeared to the shepherds in chapter 2, he had to say, fear not. Maybe uh, someone on this Christmas Eve, as we're sharing the Christmas story and the wonderful Christmas message, maybe you need to hear a word from uh, the throne room of heaven, from Gabriel, who stood in the presence of God, Luke chapter 1 declares. And he says, fear not. God wants us to embrace faith and trust in God. Amen? Hope in Him. When you encounter God, you are trying to uh, uh, put your life in order. The white radiance and the brightness of His presence. The Jews understood this to be the Shekinah. It was the visible presence of the eternal God. Darkness has to flee away. When the light of his presence comes. When Moses encountered the bush that was on fire but it was not consumed. The glory of God shone round about this Judean hillside. And it says in verse 10, and I want to focus on this because this is the focus of the story. And the angel said unto them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy which shall be to all people. My friends, we preach the message that Jesus is the salvation of the world. We cannot compromise our message, message. We cannot water down our message. But this world needs to know that there is a light, there is a Savior, there is hope. The world is enshrouded in darkness spiritually. For 400 years, there had been no prophetic voice. From Malachi chapter 4, verse 2, one of the last prophetic uh, utterances of, of the Messiah to come. It had been over 400 years and there had been no prophecy. And all of a sudden there started to be some angelic appearances. And all of a sudden things began to happen on, on the scene of, of human history. And God is revealing himself and sending angels to announce uh, the son of righteousness coming into the world. Good tidings of great joy. I'm telling you we've got a good message to share with a hopeless world people that are lost and people that are discouraged and people that are going through trials and tribulations, I, I want to tell you, I, I had to pray with someone today uh, that's suffering the loss uh, of a family member this week and, and, and to assure them uh, that we have hope uh, beyond the grave. Amen? We have hope in Jesus, the light of the world. Come on, somebody say amen. So we preach Jesus. We sing Jesus. I liked what the video declared. That, that particular message was preached by Charles Spurgeon back in the 1800s on Christmas Eve, and he was preaching about Emmanuel. God came to be with mankind. And there's no greater message that can be preached on Christmas Eve. Christmas is all about Jesus coming and being wrapped in human flesh, as Philippians chapter 2 points out. That in the fullness of time, God sent forth His Son. And it says in verse 11, For unto us is born. Jesus came to me. He came to you. And He's made a change in our life because we've accepted Him. Amen? Our lives were, were wayward. Our lives were in sin. We were lost and we were without hope. And we were walking in darkness. And the Bible says... Really, we were seated in darkness, but the light came. And I want every head bowed, and I want every eye closed across this room. 
Now, this is a wonderful crowd on Christmas Eve. People who are here, to you've come to receive communion. You've come to make peace with God and to, to uh, honor the Lord at his birthday. Friends, it's all about a personal relationship with Jesus. This Christmas season, we've been in a lot of different forums and a lot of different ways that we've, we've helped people and ministered to people, and we've told the Christmas story. Just last Friday, our veterans ministry of our church, in fact, just look up for just a moment, and then the veterans ministry of our church ministered to a lot of homeless vets in our city. And our mayor of our city commended what Evangel Temple was doing to help the veterans who are displaced and the veterans who are homeless. We've helped in the prisons in the recent days and the jails and the juvenile shelters. We've helped in homes and families and helped, uh, you know, as you heard the testimony Sunday, it was incredible. But you've also heard of the Christmas miracles that God has done and the things that God has done in, in this hour. And I want to tell you, Jesus is alive he came to be the Savior, but men must make a choice to accept Him. And right now, if you know that you need Christ in your life, I want you to slip your hand up. If you've never given Jesus a chance, and maybe you're not where you ought to be spiritually, if you know there's a spiritual need on this Christmas Eve, would you raise your hand? Yes, God bless you in the back. God bless you. Amen. What about it? I want everybody to stand for this prayer. Could our musicians come back? I'm going to lead this whole congregation in a prayer of faith and dedication. And we're going to receive communion in just a moment. But you know, the Bible says that before you receive communion, you need to examine your heart and never receive communion with sin in your life or in an unrepentant way. It says, He that eateth and drinketh unworthily eateth and drinketh damnation. And so this is time to make peace with God, amen? So I want to lead everyone in this room and those watching right now. I want you to pray with me. Would you bow your head and repeat this prayer? Dear Jesus, thank you that you're the Son of God. Thank you that you came to be salvation. I believe in you, and I receive you into my life. I confess all of my sins and all of my shortcomings. I repent before you, and I acknowledge the blood of Christ cleanses from all sin. Thank you for salvation, and I embrace your salvation in my life. In your name I pray, amen. I want you to slip your hand up, and I want you to thank him for coming. Come on, thank him for being Lord. Amen. Come on, just worship Him. Come on, just worship Him. Jennifer, lead us in a worship course. Washes me, 
Jesus shed for me. Aren't you thankful for the blood of Christ? Yes, the blood. I want everybody to worship. That's why he came, was to be the sacrificial lamb. I want everybody to sing it. Would you slip your hands up? Come on, let's honor the blood. Honor the blood. The shed blood of Christ. The blood of Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, the blood of Jesus. more time Jesus, thank you for coming. Thank you for being God's gift. For God so loved this world that he gave his only begotten son. Thank you that the blood covers a multitude of sin. What can wash away my sin? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. Somebody say amen. How many were lost in sin? Come on. How many have you have had the blood applied to your life and cover your sins. Amen. There needs to be some praise in the house of the Lord on Christmas Eve because of the work of the blood, the covering of the blood, the redemption by the blood, the authority of the blood. You're an overcomer by the blood. Oh, the blood of Jesus shed for me. the ushers to take their stations now and prepare to serve you with the elements of communion please be seated pastor is going to come and read the scriptures but if the ushers will go ahead and begin to distribute the elements amen and Jennifer continue to lead us in worship honoring the blood and the sacrifice of Christ amen the coming of Jesus pastor come and lead us
Would you prepare your heart tonight for communion? We want to realize how important Bethlehem was. That was the greatest event in the history of the world. But following that, the most important thing that ever happened on the face of this earth is on a rocky hill called Golgotha, Calvary. Three crosses were erected. Thieves occupied two of those crosses. In the center, the Son of God was nailed. And Jesus Christ was crucified. His body was already matted with blood, coming down from the thorns pressed in his, his head and in his brow, where they plucked out his beard. And then blood flowed from his hands and his feet, where they nailed him to the cross. Eventually, when they pierced his side, the last drop of blood came from his body. And yes, his blood avails for us to cleanse us from sin. You just prayed a very important prayer. And before you leave this place tonight, I want you, if, you, if this is a time that you've come back to God, you've been backslidden, or you've never been saved, we have a card that we want you to fill out. It's a decision card and will register your decision tonight. It's right here on the front. Someone will help you, and pastor will come and invite you to, to make your confession of sin public and accepting Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. You're being served now the wafer that represents his broken body and the cup of grape juice that represents the fruit of the vine represents his precious blood. We don't take this lightly. It's a very, very sacred and important time. So as you prepare your heart, the prayer that Pastor Gary just led you in, God heard every word of that. Don't dare touch these elements to your lips without accepting by faith the work of grace that Jesus Christ has given to you right now. Is there anyone that has not been served? Will you raise your hand? In every section has been, right on the very back, on the very back in this section over here. And that's a question we need to think about. There are people all over the world that have never been served. They don't know Jesus. They've never heard about Jesus. And that's what our church is about, to tell the world about the love of God and about Jesus Christ, the Son of God. The scriptures tell us, and as they did eat, Jesus took bread and blessed and broke it and gave to them and said, take, eat, this is my body. And he took the cup and when he had given thanks, he gave it to them and they all drank of it. So we invite it, you don't have to be a member of this church. Even the children are invited. They've asked Christ to come into their heart. We would like for everyone to take of the bread and the fruit of the vine. And he said unto them, this is my blood of the New Testament, which is shed for many. Verily I say unto you, I will drink no more of the fruit of the vine until that day that I drink it new in the kingdom of God. And when they had sung a hymn, they went out into the Mount of Olives. I want you to take the wafer. Will you please stand for this 
very sacred moment. Take the wafer, break it, and then eat it. Jesus, we take this remembering your broken body, the stripes laid on your back. Thank you, Jesus, for paying for the healing that we need right now, the health and well-being, the people that are in the hospitals, people suffering right here in this room, that healing take place right now. Let us eat together. Now thank him for the broken body that provides healing. Hallelujah. Now then, let us take the cup, everyone drinking together as we're commanded in the scripture. Jesus, your precious blood, the blood that was shed to atone for our sins. Thank God we're forgiven. Thank God we can say, I'm saved. Thank God for salvation. Thank God for this Christmas season being a blessed time. In Jesus' name. Pastor's coming back, but I want to remind you to please come. If you made a decision to accept Christ tonight, come down and fill out the, it's like a birth certificate. It's your registration of your decision tonight on to give your family the greatest Christmas gift you could ever give them a new man or woman, a new child, a new person in Christ. God bless you, Pastor. I, I want to say something. Uh, Pastor started these Christmas Eve communion services almost 50 years ago. And I, I just want us to thank the Lord that there's been the faithful uh, opportunity down through the years. Amen. Amen. I want you to give Jesus a big applause right now. Come on. We celebrate Jesus. couple of things don't forget the service tomorrow and don't go anywhere because we're not finished yet but the service tomorrow night at six o'clock it's going to be a very special Christmas day you will enjoy it we'll have a birthday cake for Christ New Year's Eve service uh, next uh, next Tuesday night is going to be very special and uh, my sermon this coming Sunday but if you have not seen the Christmas production almost 8,000 people have watched it online and on internet TV since last Monday, uh, around the world. And it'll be a good thing to do tomorrow. It, it is just an incredible production. A church in Paris, France contacted us, and uh, they showed it this past weekend in Paris uh, and because they wanted to show it in their church. And it is a great production that God has allowed us to uh, make available, and so that we had right here in the sanctuary a little over a week ago. So if you haven't seen it, go online tomorrow or on Internet TV. But then lastly, just before we sing our Christmas carols and it begins to snow, amen, um, we do want to remind you that the funeral for Sister Linda Giddens will be Thursday night right here in the sanctuary. The viewing is at 6 o'clock, and the funeral service will be at 7 o'clock, and then a private burial on Friday morning. And so uh, I talked with Gid today, and uh, family is doing well, but they thank you for your prayers and your concern, and that's the information. But let's sing some Christmas carols and worship our Lord and Savior and honor his name. Amen. Happy birthday, Jesus. Come on, put those hands together.
sing, oh, come let us adore him. I want everyone in unity tonight to lift your voice because that is the reason that we celebrate this season. It is to come and worship Christ the Lord.